Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the CCO Follow podcast. We are coming to a close of this month talking about fasting and prayer as well as uh, coming to the end of our prayer and fasting week. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am sitting here with Travis. It's just the two of us today. Don't be because, scared now. Yeah, we're, we're going to have a, a conversation, just us. And, you know, the question that we really wanted to ask each other was, now that we've talked about prayer and fasting, and we've t- uh, talked about this whole idea of the spiritual disciplines and, and all that stuff, well, now it's kind of coming to the end of, of our big push mm-hmm. as a church and this week, and what do we do with this after this this week, after this month? And so that's the question that we're going to kind of start with and just see, see where it, it leads us, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I guess Travis, where where do we go from here? Well, I think a big thing we mentioned it a few episodes ago is that all spiritual disciplines. There's kind of two things I want to say. One is that um, we're not coercing God, we're not twisting His arm. A spiritual discipline is like uh, was said in that one book we we referenced, um, the um, where it was just. They are a way to put yourself in the path of God's grace. Mm. That it's not um, it's not like other disciplines you find in life where it's like, oh, you have the discipline of going to the gym. You're going to go and you're going to um, you know, build yourself up. You're going to work out. You're going to get yeah. this result. It's, um, it's a relationship. And so it's not a vending machine. And so um, we're putting ourselves in the place where grace is found. Yeah. And, um, and sometimes you don't even see, like especially a lot of times you don't see the benefit yeah uh, right away yeah and whereas like i think of what you said working out and stuff you might not see it right away but you can it's like you there is a transaction there because you feel good afterwards Mm -hmm. yeah and a spiritual discipline you might you might not always feel that that's why they call it a discipline i think so and then the other thing is that you know we've said it before but there's um there's a public and a private version of every spiritual discipline in existence. And the private one is usually for self-edification. The public one is for discipleship purposes, Mm -hmm. um, as well as self-education, but primarily discipleship purposes. And um, uh, there's kind of another kind of dual aspect to disciplines, the dual aspect being private or communal. And, um, you know, in a way you can list them still as private or public, but you know, this was a communal week where we said as a church, we are going to go and fast and pray together. And we hope everyone joins us in in whatever that means for them during this time. Um, but just as, um, we do that weekly with prayer and opening our Bibles and worshiping musically, um, we do that in a lot of different ways throughout the week and we have that in our normal routine. Um, this is a yearly routine that our church has. Um, but it shouldn't be your only routine. Mm. And so, you know, when you look back in this past week, um, hopefully you've had a great experience of this, this time where um, you maybe have tried something new in a spiritual discipline God has called us to, but um, isn't really emphasized in the, the church today. Um, but it shouldn't just stay as a thing you do when the whole church does it together. Yeah. And I think that's the really big question is how do you um, make this a personal thing? And, um, not to mean it always has to be, be you by yourself, but sometimes you by yourself, sometimes maybe you and a family member or you and a friend, and then also you and the whole church. How do we make this a regular rhythm and routine that, um, that we continue to go to, um, because we desire to go to God as a regular routine and rhythm. I, I definitely think you, you hit a nail on the head for me. It's because I desire Mm -hmm. and to, to be with God. And I think 
you know, in a lot of things, I, like I, we talk about it a lot, like we work at a church. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a little bit different for us. Yeah. Um, but for me, it's like, I, I don't want church on a Sunday or on a Wednesday night. Like that to me that I think a lot of people see that as, oh, that's church. You yeah. know, you, your meetings, your sermons, and that's fair to say. Yeah. But for me, it's like maybe 10% mm-hmm. of church, what it mean, what church means to me. And I say that because it just like spiritual disciplines, you know, coming and corporately gathering together mm-hmm. and worshiping and listening, you know, hearing a teaching. And that is a an important part, certainly of the church, but it's such a small portion of it because the church is gathering together outside of just yeah. those meeting times. The church yeah. is, you know, when when Molly and I come over for dinner at your guys' uh-huh. house, that's that's church. You, you guys know? should go for dinner, by the way. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> and uh and uh yeah, I just I I think especially with when we're talking about spiritual disciplines, I would say even for me, it's it's easy to fall into the trap of, oh well that's you know, I'll do it when the church is doing it. Yeah, like, when oh, it's an event. Worship night. I'll go to a worship yeah. night and that's when I'll practice yeah. that spiritual discipline or yeah. the fasting that we just had. And yeah. and I just don't I don't know what I, I don't know exactly the the answer to mm-hmm. it, but I I just pray that the Lord gives me the desire to to do these things even outside of just the four walls here. Yeah, and there's nothing there's absolutely zero things wrong with uh, corporate versions of these things. Yeah, well, it's certainly. a good thing. Yeah. Um, you know, when, um, when all this stuff happened with Gaza and Israel Hamas, um, I remember John was like, Hey, we're going to be here at this time yep. tomorrow and we had to pray. We had pray. Yeah. We yeah. prayed. And, um, and you know, we have the regular rhythms, like you said, of a worship and prayer night or just how we meet on Sundays, how we meet in home groups. Um, you know, we have our yearly fa- prayer and fasting. Um, there's nothing wrong with that. There's good things to have rhythms as well as um, sudden needs for group gathering and group, um, you know, spiritual disciplines. Yeah. But if that is all you have, that's a problem. Yeah, you're missing. You're yeah. missing out. Uh, when when we talk about, like, I, I guess the question I have is, like, why why does that happen? And, like, maybe we'll talk about sin and stuff, but... Like, why, why, why is it so hard for us to practice these spiritual disciplines, even though we know they're so good? And when we, especially as like, I, I, maybe that, maybe someone is listening to this and coming off of, Mm -hmm. of a spiritual high because of this week or whatever it is, Yeah, that's going to only last so long. And then you're going to kind of go, why do we do that? Yeah. I think, um, you know, this is something we see not even just in spiritual realms, but we see it, you know, people tend to be naturally less disciplined in going to the gym if they don't have a coach. They, um, people tend to, you know, a lot of, uh, self-employed or solopreneurs, they have the problem of, um, of doing the work they know they're supposed to do. And, um, sometimes when we don't have the accountability of someone over us, essentially prescribing it and, and, doing it for us to a certain yeah. extent. Um, it's really hard to, to get That's up the, the gumption. You know, there's this, uh, this one podcast I follow and, um, uh, one of the guys, he describes it often as, cause he's a solopreneur and he's like, you know, I have my, uh, my manager hat and my maker hat. And he's like, I have the employee and the manager hat and I have to make sure that I wear each hat, um, in respective times, uh, 
well. Um, because if you're just in, in, you know, maker mode, if just employee mode, um, you're going to constantly miss the direction you're going. You're not going to always have things to do cause you didn't like prep yourself well, mm. but if you're always in the manager mode, you'll never actually accomplish anything. And, um, I think when we essentially manage ourselves, we have to be careful to make sure that we, um, we do the work of both prep and direction, but also execution. And, um, you know, as humans, we try to avoid work. We try to avoid oh, yeah. uh, things yeah. um, that that make us uncomfortable, that are difficult, um, that are not as easy. And especially in our world where, you know, you can be watching Netflix or Hulu or whatever, and they immediately put up the next video starting five seconds. Yeah, I know. Like, it's so easy just to binge. It's and so easy to not do anything. Sometimes that five seconds is too long. Yeah. <laughs> it's a skip. Um but, uh, but I think it really comes down to just the, the kind of idea of like accountability and the idea of, um, feeling like you have to set your own course. Yeah. You know, I think people, um, you know, every single year you've been doing this three years now and people who have been in our church already, it's not like they were new to our church are like, Oh, you know, I didn't join the prayer and fasting in the last two years. So this is maybe their first time they've ever experienced yeah. it. So then for them to say, okay, I'm going to make this a, a rhythm of my own feels really daunting because it still feels so new. Yeah. It's, it's like being like, oh yeah, you helped build this house. Now you have to, of your own accord, your own volition, your own desire, go build another one. <laughs> that could just be really overwhelming. Yeah. Um, to which I just say, find accountability, find people who want to do it with you. What does it look like for you? Um, well, I mean, it could look like, uh, just telling someone that I'm going to is a lot of accountability, but also asking does someone want to do this with me. Yeah. Um, and both have different values. Do you, do you share that? Like, I'm, I'm just genuinely curious, like in your own life, do you mm-hmm. sh- do you share some of that accountability with your wife? Do you share that accountability with your friend? Like who do like, what does that look like? Yeah. I mean, it depends on the, the type of thing. The I'm asking for accountability. Yeah, yeah. But like, yeah, in the case of fasting, it definitely is a lot involved with Alicia being um, a stay at home mom. She, um, and she enjoys cooking. She does a lot of our meal preps like that. So if I don't tell her, like she mentioned on the podcast last yeah. week, um, we ended up having problems because I didn't think to tell her and then she prepped food and then that food might go to waste. And so, um, you Alicia, know. if you're listening, I will always take it. Yeah, just, <laughs> exactly. Just letting you know. If Travis is fasting, bring him to church anyway and Arthur will eat it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, spouse is obviously a really easy, good default because especially most spiritual disciplines involve time and resources yeah. and your spouse should be involved or at least aware that, Hey, I'm going to be taking this time. Yeah. I'm going to be taking these resources, um, or in the case of fasting, removing resources. Um, and, and they should be part of the conversation. Yeah. I actually, um, it's, it's, it's always neat seeing God work and, uh, an example with this is when Molly and I got married, we've been married for, uh, two and a half years. And, uh, when we got married, you know, it's, it was, it was almost, they call it like the honeymoon phase, yeah. but it was like a honeymoon phase of, of practicing spiritual disciplines together. Like yeah. we were praying together. We even read, you know, the Bible together and did all these different even things. Read. <laughs> it's yeah. just funny. And, uh, and it was great. And then over time, you know, it's like, the excuses come where it's like, Oh, uh-huh. we get busy or like, Oh, I, you know, you're doing it on your own. Like, you know, I, I got to this to do or yeah. whatever. And it kind of falls off. And actually just recently I sometimes, I know this is gonna sound really bad. I have a recliner mm-hmm. and it's very comfortable. And sometimes I fall asleep in the recliner and I'll wake up. Sometimes I'll wake up in the middle of the night and go to bed. It's mm-hmm. fine. Sometimes I will literally sleep the whole night there without even knowing it. 
And uh, it's I know it's bad because I'm sorry, Molly. Molly, I know she hates it, and it's just a it's a bad habit. Maybe I just need to sell the recliner. I don't want to, um, <laughs> or just move the recliner in the bedroom. Yeah. Okay. There you go. <laughs> she might not be happy with that, but but yeah. So and and just recently, uh, I just I woke up and I realized it was like it was like six in the morning, which might seem like. To me, that's very early. That's so early, yeah. man. To, like, me, to me, that's very early. But to some people, it might not be, and that's fine. And my wife usually is one of those people. She gets up early, and I thought to myself, I didn't know that. Yeah, she gets up really early. Huh. But she goes to bed at like 8. Okay? She's one of those people. She's, yeah, she's yeah. like an old person. Not disparaging old people, but, you know. <laughs> okay, anyway. So I wake up. It's very early to me, and I, I, and I just had this overwhelming thought, and I attribute it to the Spirit, just convicting me, saying, go, go pray. Like, go, go pray. And so I, I was like, okay. I, I walked into the room and sure enough, she was awake, just kind of getting up. And I was like, okay, before you go to work, like we, let's either like do a Bible study or let's pray right now. Like, what do you, like, I'm gonna give you the option. What do you want to do? And, you know, she's like, no, nah, I gotta go to work. I'm like, no, like, I think we should do this. Like, let's just, you know, mm-hmm. it, is work more important than, than God? <laughs> I don't think so. Way to fold that card. And, uh, and so we did. And then it, and then it just became like something we just looked forward to and you know we've been doing this for for a bit now and it's it's one of those ways that mm-hmm. we practice a spiritual discipline in mm-hmm. prayer and i think as you do it it becomes it's like when you eat your vegetables mm-hmm. you start to like like it yeah and and we yeah we we've been really blessed by it. and and honestly like some days some days, you know, we pray that the Holy Spirit just comes in our hearts and that we are kind and loving. And mm-hmm. some days it's like, we're just not. <laughs> and it's not because God's not providing that. But, you know, it's because it's easy to look at, like, if you're doing something often, mm-hmm. then you should get something from it. But sometimes yeah. it's not, that's not how it works, especially yeah. with the Lord. You know, he takes time. But anyways, all that to say is it's been really rewarding in seeing, like, the work being done to like practice this thing together mm-hmm. and then well, yeah fruit comes from it but it's it's like we desire to do it so yeah. i don't know it's interesting yeah. and i think is really important to remind people of the relational aspect of all spiritual disciplines that you know you'll go through phases where every single time it feels wonderful and and it, it feels like you get some yeah. kind of result from it well, that's um, not all the time it's not all the time and when it doesn't happen it doesn't mean something's necessarily wrong i think it's also something that sometimes people um we jump to of just like oh does that mean you're in sin you know i i knew this um different denomination is very whack denomination but um i knew someone who went to this church where uh, when they pass the communion, because they would do it where they pass it in the rows, they pass the whole like right. tray, like the and um, and if it's and if you accidentally spilled any of it, um, that means there was sin in your life that you got to deal with, like, and they took it very seriously, and it was just weird. like, you know, we say that's weird, but like think about all the times that you know, uh, if you go through a spell of just you know, I'm, I'm praying and I don't feel like I'm hearing God. I'm, I'm reading. And I don't feel like I'm getting out of it. How many people default uh, to there must be something wrong. There's something wrong in my life. Yeah. And there certainly can be, and be open to that. Uh, be asking God always. I mean, we're not perfect. Be always asking for that, but to, but to just jump to that of like, Oh, it's a dry spell. Therefore I'm doing something wrong. It's like, hold on a second, like double check what you're doing. But like, 
no, it might just be a, it just might be a low time. Yeah. And that happens in all relationships. You know, you're not always, um, giddy, giddy to see your spouse. You know what I mean? Like you're not always just, um, no relationship is always this like high, high. Sometimes God brings us through lows. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's okay. And, and he teaches us in the highs and the lows. Mm-hmm. You know, I think I, I often, pre- oh, well, the Bible explicitly says when you go through trials, it teaches you perseverance Yeah, and perseverance produces character, character produces hope that, um, God even has specific purpose that only mm-hmm. is brought through trials and yeah. that's this perseverance and character. Romans five. Yeah. Love it. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's true though. And, and I think I oftentimes will pray because I don't like doing something if, if I'm not liking it. Yeah. And obviously, I, I, we all are to some yeah, extent. That's why I only eat ice cream. Yeah, exa- exactly. Yeah. And uh, no, but I, I often pray that I do, f- and that I am getting, I, I just, I, I pray that I respond in the appropriate manner genuinely. Yeah. And sometimes it just isn't there. Like sometimes I might have to do something that I know is right, mm-hmm. but I'm not like it might not seem genuine to me right now, but I'm going to do it. And I'm praying that God, you know, makes it genuine in my heart. And, and that takes time. And, and especially like, for example, with the, as Molly and I, we pray, it's super easy to, to just, okay, now that's a checklist thing. And I don't want that to be the case, Mm -hmm. but I also think it's important that we pray together. Mm -hmm. And so it's, yeah, if, if we miss a day, you know, it's, it's fine, whatever, but I don't want to miss a day. Yeah. I, I really try not to. And that's not because I want to check it off, but it's because it's a spiritual discipline that yeah. I know is a good thing. Yeah. So, And I think um, to those of you who want to instill something that like, is a daily routine because obviously fasting probably won't be a daily routine for you. Um, it might be a weekly one. I don't think it one. should be. I don't yeah. think fasting should be a daily routine. It, you know, it could be a uh, weekly one. It could be a monthly one. I think this should be on some kind of uh, routine thing. It's like ideal. Yeah. Um, but for those things that can be daily routines, prayer, Bible reading, what have you, um, uh, and don't take this as an excuse or a license to, um, to just get out of it one day or just not care. Mm. But for those who, um, most people who set daily routines, um, they will beat themselves up if they miss a day. Like it's just, yeah. and it ruins it and all that kind of stuff. Um, rather than, and I know, uh, um, you don't have your ice cream. Yeah. Um, I know like, uh, I think it was Jerry Seinfeld who, uh, has this thing where he always does a joke every single day. And, uh, he, and like he has a calendar and he literally crosses off every single day. He writes a joke every single day, no matter what. Did not know and that. that's like a really big thing for him. Just like, um, that's, you know, that's how I came up with so many jokes is some days they're terrible. Some days they're great. And then I hang on to it. Um, but it's like never miss a day. And that's what, there's a whole movement about like never miss a day when it comes mm-hmm. to habits. Um, but I heard this other one that I really liked and, um, it was never missed twice. And the reality is, is that sometimes life happens. Um, like, you know, when you guys, uh, flew to Colorado, probably had jet lag, you were out of your normal routine. Mm-hmm. Um, it'd be very easy to miss a day and fall off the wagon, beat yourself up about it, and then be so hard to get back on. Like it is so hard to get back on a routine that you missed, yeah. a daily one that you miss a single day. It literally just throws it off for some reason in a way that's just massive. But if you come in with this mindset of, oh, I just never miss two days, mm. um, it's so much easier to restart. Because the day you miss, you're immediately thinking, well, tomorrow it's all important. I will make sure I hit it tomorrow. And you're not beating yourself about about yeah. the day you you. It helps it helps keep um, a priority of your habits without them becoming this like just destructive. That's a you really, know yeah. um, 
life happened and now I just hate myself or I'm, or I'm just not going to jump back on. Yeah. That's a really good point. Um, I, I like that. What, what about, so like, let's just, let's just list off like, do you know all the spiritual disciplines? Like, let's list them all off, or as much as know we know all the spiritual disciplines. Like, we can look I mean, it up too. If so, you want. here's the reality: is that there are you know an unlimited amount of spiritual disciplines. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, well, so, okay. Let's let's list off a a, a good chunk. Yeah. So there's actually this book. It's called uh, Spiritual Disciplines for the Christian Life by Donald Whitney. It's a great book. And uh, personally, I recommend it to everyone and anyone. In fact, um, I took the interns through this uh, a couple months ago, but I made a list from his spiritual disciplines list, and then I added a couple myself that I thought were good. And um, it's a really great discipleship tool because uh, spiritual disciplines are something that we have control over, that God has given us uh, autonomy over to, um, to respond to him. And so whenever someone comes to me and they're like, hey, you know, I feel like, you know, this, um, like I'm, I'm not, uh, I'm not growing in my walk with God. And usually there's some particular way they, they mean that. And so yeah. I ask them like describe what they're talking about. And, um, usually by their description, it's like, oh, well, when was the last time you did X, um, this kind of spiritual discipline or that kind of spiritual discipline. And, um, and usually it's the thing they need. So like if there's someone who is hyper serving and really involved in church, but they're like, oh, I just feel like, you know, I'm doing all these things, but I feel like my relationship's stagnant. It's like, well, when's the last time you had, you know, silence and solitude with God? When's yeah. the last time, what's your prayer life like? For someone who is very, um, you know, prayer and Bible focused, but, um, but comes to me and they're like, oh, like what, you know, I just feel like this. It's like, well, do you serve? Mm. Are you giving? Like, is there outward, um, external expression, yeah. not just private, you know, contemplation time. Um, but the, the ones listed in, in that book and the couple that I've added, um, there's Bible intake, which that, that's covers a really large, of yeah. like reading, studying, Bible, studying read, meditating, yeah. memorizing, sure. you know, um, there's prayer, uh, worship, which, um, you know, in, uh, obviously musical worship is really a part of that. You could say our whole life is worship, but the d- discipline of musical worship and, um, kind of essentially uh, pausing, it doesn't have to be musical, but pausing essentially in God's truth and uh, giving him worth, right? you know, of, of the truth. Uh, evangelism, which is, you know, <laughs> one, a big one on his own. Yeah. Uh, serving, stewardship, fasting, silence and solitude, journaling, learning, uh, perseverance and discipline, so like focus, uh, community, giving thanks and confession and repentance. Okay. Out of that list, Travis, what's one that you know you struggle with? There might be Ooh. many that you struggle with. I don't, I don't know, but yeah. what's, if you could choose one that you struggle with, what is that? And, and why do you struggle with that? Um, probably silence and solitude is probably the one I struggle with most. How can yeah, I can go with that. Um, Cause I'm always going, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I actually, the last, uh, two days is funny. You, you ask right now. Cause the last two oh. days, um, Yay. yeah, because, uh, I, I subscribe to many podcasts. I listen to a lot of audiobooks. Like this past year, I listened to like over 30 books and like, mm. that's a, like learning it. And like, and that doesn't include Bible books. Like that's just, you know what I mean? Like that's just exterior books. Um, I really like learning. I really like ideas. So like a lot of the YouTube channels I watch, I mean, I listen, I watch just fun ones, but I also watch a lot of like, um, technical learning type ones as well. Um, just, I just like 
listening to stuff. Yeah. And so I will listen when I'm doing almost anything. And um, there's been, there's been seasons where it's like, wow, I feel legitimately overwhelmed. And I think it's purely because I've been listening to so many ideas yeah. and thoughts and no rest. Yeah. And um, the last two days, um, I wouldn't say I ran out of podcasts, but I ran out of all the episodes I wanted to listen to in the moment. Um, you know, I have, I have some backlog. I'm like, eh, I just don't want to listen to that right now. Yeah. And, um, and the one audiobook that I'm like, oh, I'm going to read this next is, uh, still coming from the library. So it's like another like two weeks before I get it and I haven't <laughs> wanted to check out everyone. So I'm in this weird limbo that I'm rarely in where I'm like, oh, there's like this pause and, um, it's forced me to be like, hey, should I force this pause upon myself more often? Um, you know, I find myself actually having to take out my earbud and be like, oh, I'm not listening to anything. I should hmm. like not listen to anything Just on purpose. Be still, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's hard for me to be still because uh, even when I go to be still, there's always a lot of thoughts. And sometimes I want to like, yeah. you know, take those rabbit trails. And other times I'm like, no, I should like stay here. But what about you? Which one would you say is hardest? Yeah, honestly. Well, one, I didn't even know was a spiritual discipline, to be honest. I never thought about it that well, way. Well, I mean, keep but, in mind, this is not like... Yeah, biblical, totally. Like, it's biblical, but it's not like, oh, there's a Bible verse that says you should journal. Yeah, um, but that is the one. Um, I was wondering. So I, I'm not going to say that. For me, I know it sounds really strange because I'm like, a, I'm the sound guy mm-hmm. and I'm always involved with worship. I, I really struggle with worship and it wasn't always like this. And I genuinely think... Similar to how like you don't have rest, mm-hmm. I feel like I don't have worship because it's my job, mm-hmm. so to speak. Yeah, um, it's it, you know I invest my time there, and and when you're when you're trying to provide something that others will like, when you're trying to provide a distraction, not complain free, about, <laughs> yeah, distraction free worship let's just i'm going to use that because that's what it is for me it's like my job is i want to make your job because you're up there you know leading worship i want to make it so that there's no distractions like Mm -hmm. as distractionless as possible yeah you're it's it's a bell curve you're never gonna try to find yeah try that find that perfect it's really hard but i spend a lot of time focused on that Mm -hmm. and i spend no time focused on actually worshiping yeah and when i'm always the one that's back there it's like i i should be worshiping alone i should be you know and i should it should look different it doesn't you're like you said doesn't have to be necessarily music Mm -hmm. i think there's great value in musical and i think it's you know talks a lot about in psalms you know Mm -hmm. making but for me it's definitely lack of worship Mm -hmm. and i know that it affects me like what you're saying is like, I don't feel close to God. I feel close to God, but it's, I know that there's a gap that I'm producing Mm -hmm. because there's, I think worship when we're praising the Lord Mm -hmm. and when we're, um, when we're, it's almost like meditating on his truths Yeah, and we're kind of giving him the glory. It, I think it helps produce joy. Mm Mm-hmm. And I lack some of that joy sometimes. Yeah. And I know it's because I'm I'm not praising, I'm not worshiping, I'm not sitting down and quieting my heart and just saying, Lord, you are good. Mm-hmm. And and I, I definitely struggle with that. I don't really know. That's the first time I really thought about it, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what, how I would 
change that, but now maybe we can just pray for it together. Um, but yeah, be, be praying for me, I guess in that. And also I'll be looking for ways to, to do it, to be disciplined about that spiritual discipline. Yeah. I think it comes down to, uh, being aware of, um, and and I think most of all being aware comes from asking God for clarity, uh, but becoming aware of, um, where, you know, where God wants to take you, like where you are, uh, lacking relationship with him, where you haven't really experienced him. And, um, if you don't have a desire to do that, to pray for desire for that. And to, um, you know, it doesn't mean we, uh, like some people always lean heavier in some than others, but we are holistic people and God desires a holistic relationship. And so I don't think we should write off any of them as like, well, I just don't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, sometimes people try to do that with spiritual gifts. We're like, well, I just don't, I'm just not gifted in that way. And it's like, yeah, you look at the spiritual gifts in Romans, like, oh, mercy practice, and serving and all of these. yeah, like that should not be, uh, <laughs> that's not limited. Yeah. Um, same thing. When you know, it says love is, is yeah, important. it's only for those with that gift. No, thankfully. no. It's everybody's doing everything, you know. Yeah. And so, you know, it's, um, it's important to remember that, uh, that grow aware of kind of where, uh, God can and desires to take you and, um, then just breaking it down, you know, and being like, okay, so I, I struggle with this discipline. So what things do that discipline entail? Then how can I create that as part of my natural rhythm? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? How can I have that be, um, part of what my, you know, my thing, like even like with worship, like you were saying, it doesn't involve, it doesn't have to involve singing. So maybe, um, you know, you collect a bunch of Psalms that involve specifically praise and adoration, stuff mm. like that. And that's, a, you just read one a day yeah. and that's part of your, you know, that's you pause good, yeah. in that. So like, I think it all comes down to recognizing the direction you want to go and then what's the path to get there and how can you set a routine around that path? And you just start walking. Yeah. And I, I mean, including other people, like we talked about, including other people for accountability, yep. for advice, for guidance, um, and also just to walk alongside. That's good. I, I, I appreciate that. And I think when we're specifically coming off of this month, talking mm-hmm. about, you know, fasting and prayer, I, it's going to be hard for me to incorporate fasting mm-hmm. into a, healthy rhythm for me and what that looks like you know prayer is is something that comes i feel like comes easy to me Mm -hmm. um but it's i'm definitely gonna it's it's gonna be difficult but i think there's ways that we can do it and and one of the ways um talking about prayer again uh we 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 decided you know let's pray on you know during the week sometime. And so mm-hmm. we've been doing that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, I definitely think if you're listening to this and you are identifying some spiritual disciplines that you, maybe you're not so great in right now. Um, yeah, I think, I think it's important to, to get together with somebody. Mm-hmm. And, um, again, not all is, is you know, there's some private aspect to some of these things as yeah. well, but uh, I think it would really help. And I definitely think, um, I definitely think that spiritual disciplines have. To, I think they get easier when you do them. Oh yeah. And it's just like eating your vegetables. And I guess that's kind of that. that <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, if you eat your vegetables. Um, but I I don't know why. 
But in my experience, it's always been where I, you know, I haven't had a desire to really, you know, be in the word. And then I, I make myself do it. I get in and then it's like, whoa, it just, it's like a snowball and it just gets bigger. And so I definitely think that that's my answer to how do we keep doing this? That's the classic law of inertia. You know, an object at rest stays at rest. An object in motion stays in motion. Uh, whenever someone's asking for, uh, input on like, well, should I keep doing this? Should I start doing that? It's like, well, you know, um, there's a saying that God, it's easier for God to steer a ship at sea than it is uh, Mm. one that's stuck at port. And you know, when you're moving, it's easier. It's actually, it's, it's, we see this even like karate where it's like they tell you to just keep moving. Hmm. Like it's easier for you to do a one one eighty and turn around if you're already moving than it is for you to go from completely still to moving. Yeah. Like it's just, it's how, it's how we're made. And so, um, you know, take, um, like you're saying, it's easier once you get started. Um, many of you, like we said, we don't fast every day, <laughs> but many of you just came off of a week fast. Keep that momentum. Yeah. Plan your day in March or plan your day in February. Sorry. Plan your yeah. day in February. Plan your day for March. Um, never finish a fast without planning your next one. Like it's an easy way to keep that rhythm. Um, have that even be part of your fast. It's like, God, when do you want, when do you want me to do this again? When do you want me to, to visit you in this way again? Yeah. Um, you know, keep that motion. Yeah. That's good. Travis, thanks for having the conversation. Yeah. Um, it's good. It's, it's been nice. I like these little yeah. more intimate two of us kind of <laughs> conversations. And, uh, and thank you for joining with us today and, and listening. And, um, I, I definitely, I don't know where this is going to go from here when, whenever we do the two of us. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but yeah, if it's valuable, it's valuable and, and I like it. So, um, next month, which really is next mm-hmm. week. Yeah. We're going to be talking about, uh, Christians and, uh, politics. Yeah. So, so like it's how a, it's a heavy topic. Yeah. Yeah. Like how individuals relate, how the church, capital C church as a whole relates. Yeah. Um, Pastor Tad is going to be speaking on the first Wednesday. And so hope you join us for that. Yeah. Uh, please, we'll, please join us for that. I, I definitely yeah. think those first Wednesdays when we do our teachings, they really help break it, it down. It really helps set the stage and break it down. Uh, especially for big topics like this. Uh, it's easy to, for words or topics to be yeah. like triggers. Yeah. Um, but that's and this one, especially the, yeah, this one, especially, but, but if you listen, you'll know kind of our heart behind it and what that yeah. means. So, uh, be excited for that. And we look forward to, to going over that month with you guys as well. And, um, yeah, thanks for, for joining us. And as always, God bless.